This is Registry, a podcast from Office Supply Publishing and Klaus Gunpoint. The history of avant-garde American film, in many ways, is the story of typically men, and their optical printers. An optical printer is most simply described. It's projector and a camera mechanically linked together so that each frame is tied to, in the camera, is tied to a frame in the projector. So it allows you to do special effects, to do duplication. The American avant-garde latched onto this pretty early and began experimenting with ways of using it. And one of the ways I've always looked at it is the clean, clear edit is what made mainstream films mainstream films. That the goal of editing is to enlighten the viewer as to the intention of the film. In avant-garde film, it is the use of the optical printer, for the most part, not entirely, but the use of the optical printer to give impressions, which then it is the viewer's job to synthesize into meaning. And there's very few films that show this better than The Fall of the House of Usher by James Sibley Watson, and it's an adaptation of Poe. And it's it's very European. It really is. It has elements of German expressionism. The sort of the sets are this sort of distorted, unusual, disquieting sets. And of course, it very much reminds me of, though I think that the timing was wrong, that they may never have actually even heard of it. Uh, the Life and Death of 9413, a Hollywood extra. The sort of angular, weird, half-miniatures, half-fully-erected stage sets. It's a very... It's disquieting. It really is. And for a story that deals so much with sexuality, with the disturbing notions of loss and dealing with grief and memory and rage, it really does give an impressive impact. The makeup and the camera work are spectacular. They really are. They're beautifully shot. And if you watch it, you're seeing almost at every turn some innovative use of the optical printer. The Things that I always get me are the hammers. There's a segment where you just see hammer, 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 just falling, falling, and it's supposed to uh, represent a wall being knocked down. And you're watching it, and it it makes you realize that there's more to this event, this single movement, than just the plot aspect of it. And that's something, you know, I used to joke, uh, once is mainstream, twice is 
twice as lazy, three times is avant-garde. And here you get all these returns of hammer blows and strange sort of camera angles. It almost looks like he was shooting through a uh, kaleidoscope at a couple of points. An interesting note, part of the scenario for this film, this beautiful silent film, was written by E.E. E. Cummings, and there was sort of a, a literary tradition here. European avant-garde film, particularly French and Spanish, were often based around dream imagery, as well as attaching it to traditional mythology, typically Greek and Roman mythology. Uh, some literary experimentation happened. In America, the closest thing we have to a traditional mythology are our great writers of the 19th century. It really, really is. And I guess a couple of them worked in the 18th century. Washington Irving, the wonderful, absolutely amazing Nathaniel Hawthorne. But Poe was certainly the most experimental. And to really understand that, you have to realize that he invented, in almost every way that counts, detective fiction. He used the gothic tradition to invent the modern horror story, more, far more so than Lovecraft, who apparently, uh, some of his early uh, experimentation was to write pastiches of Poe. This film examines the human inability to accept that which we know. And that sounds very strange. This is a story about life and death and what is perceived as living and death. And what's very unusual here is that to do that, Watson and his collaborators really emphasized that within the realm of the living, there is this massive amount of strangeness. that borders on death at all moments. And that, that's a very powerful statement. And it's one that you could only get by using all of these effects. And Watson was really a master of the optical printer, which allowed those effects to be done. It is a masterpiece of early American avant-garde. 